0: Which which college? San Xavier. Okay,
1: and she was the girl I dumped, so oh, I ended up marrying.
0: Hey, we were gonna go. I was already gonna you, go you, ask, go back to that cause oh, yeah. I, I love process and how God works through us because it's n- it's never like a oh you're squeaky clean you're good like oh, it's a process. So but go ahead, sorry. Messy. So so you dumped her.
1: Well, let's go back to how we met because yeah. this is a classic story. Okay, so I told you I was in English ninety nine. That was the <laughs> that, that was the semester, right? So when I I passed, um she was a transfer student in um so she was in English one oh one second semester, which I happen to be in English one oh one. Oh
2: so that English yeah. ninety
1: nine was strategic. I would never have met her if yeah. I did you know, so does God know what oh, he's doing God. or what? Stop it. And so uh give you kind of a visual because she's not here right now, but um Back in the I think in the early nineties there was a movie called Days of Thunder. Oh yeah. With Nicole Kidman. and oh, she had yeah. that fiery, crazy red hair. Yeah. My wife had that but blonde. And it was just just crazy. And it was just gorgeous. And I'm
2: like, I gotta meet her. <laughs> so you were like her Tom Cruise. Not even
1: close. <laughs> I'm like the complete opposite. I was so goofy. But the assignment that we were given was a great opportunity for me to meet her so we were in class we were like hey write something that you did over winter break because you literally in college we had a month off and then exchange it with a classmate to correct and then the next class will give you those corrections well she gives me uh her whatever and i couldn't even hardly read it i'm like great job you know <laughs> smiley face And I give her mine, and I'm not even exaggerating, and I know I'm a speaker, and I tell stories big. This is not an exaggeration. She gives me five pages of typed corrections, (laughs) and she hands it to me. She says, I cannot believe that they let you in college. (laughs) This is the worst piece of writing I have ever experienced. Wow. And it was love right there. Yeah. So...
0: So you made sure she got your paper though, like how did? Oh, yeah, it? I
1: totally, yeah. Like I was just like, "Hey, here's mine." <laughs> yeah. You know, so here, here, here's the really funny thing about Paulina. So we we dated for a couple years. Um, I
0: Christian background on her, yes. Okay. Um, and okay. oh, you're
1: gonna know, love this too. So I thought I was witnessing to somebody. I'm like, oh, I'm doing it. You know, I'm witness. I'm sharing Jesus with her. And she's asking me all these questions about faith and Jesus and all this stuff. And and I thought I was doing pretty good. And then when she gets there, she's like, by the way, I've been a Christian a long time. I just want to see what you knew. And I'm like, "Come on, <laughs> dang it. I thought we were going to pray and everything. <laughs> so, you know, we, we dated, but, um, she is not like any other woman I'd ever met. Uh, and I just couldn't handle it. She was just way too much, you know? And, um, and so I was just like, well. I remember breaking up with her, and then uh, we were friends for a while, and then I I remember her calling me like a week after I broke up, and I'm like, wait, didn't I dump you? And this is the way she is. This is how smart she is. She's just like, wait a second. We were friends before we tried this dating thing, and you tell me that we can't be friends because the dating thing didn't work? She's like, that's the dumbest thing ever, and I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense. So we ended up just being friends for the longest time, and then um, I... She's in Chicago, you're in Anderson. Yep, well, so we were friends and then I left uh, to go to Anderson Um, and then uh, I I went back up there just to visit my parents and uh, we went and had uh, some magianos and Mm. it really was like a holy slap upside the head. Guy was just like, idiot, that's the one I made, I created for you, would you just stop being you and get out of my way? And um, Did you date in between? uh no <coughs> okay. we didn't um
0: no 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 not did you did oh you yeah and i was like
1: <laughs> well this was the this was the bad part i was dating somebody at the time and while you're at magianos while i'm at magianos and it was it was all innocent i mean sure, it sure. wasn't like the date or anything it was just us catching up and because when i left we weren't dating yeah. i hadn't dated her you okay. know i think we dated for a month and then i broke up with her okay and we were just friends for the longest time and um and so I was, you know, at and Anderson. And I had met somebody, and um, but when I went and, and I had that meal with her, and I'm like, uh,
2: it, it just, it really mm-hmm. did hit
1: me. And and so I I, I went back to Anderson, and um, you know, and I handled that as well as I could. And um, and then I, I can remember after a few months, I reached out to Pauline and I said, hey, you know, I'd love to try dating again. And this is again her brilliance. She's like, Pff, no yeah i'm not dating you again it didn't work well the first time <laughs> i'm like well what what do i do now i just yeah. <clears throat> you know and she was like well you know if uh if you're serious then there's only really one step and uh and it kind of worked out that uh you know she needed a green card and i was willing to hook her up
2: <laughs> oh man yeah
1: so actually it's funny because she did get her paperwork they were ready to, and i'm like I called her dad, uh, her dad was in Russia at the time. And I said, yeah, I'd like to <clears throat> marry your daughter. I don't think he ever said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, su- I <laughs> still joke with him. Like every, every time I was in back hey, Vlad, you still haven't said yes. It's been yeah. almost 30 years. Come on, yeah.
2: Man. Can I get your blessing? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what Elsa tells me. It's like, I married her so for the green card. Yeah, you know. yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. But yeah, we've been married a long time and, uh, it's been great. And, uh, you know, it, so I can remember, um, Back in college, though, when we were dating and we were friends, I was strategic to try to take classes that she was going to be in. Mm. (laughs) So here's another funny story. So we ended up taking Russian history together. I'm like, hey, she's Russian, right? Yeah. I'm gonna totally cheat off of her. And um, I remember having her, convincing her to write my paper for me one time. (laughs) So she wrote hers and she wrote mine. And I got a better grade. Nice. Oh. <laughs> she was so mad. She was, we we're going to go tell the teacher. I'm like, please don't. <laughs> but, yeah, it's been fun. It's been a fun. You know, one thing that we do, and I think that, that we can't lose this, um, we laugh a lot. Yeah. Yeah, humor's such a huge part of my family. Yeah. You know, you gotta, it's, it's, it's one of those great gifts that God has given us. And I feel like we're losing that a little bit in our society. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't, I can't laugh at you. I can't laugh at me. What in the world am I going to laugh at?
2: You know, I tell people if if I don't laugh, I cry. Yeah. You know, and that, that's uh, a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people have told me also, it's like, you're a pastor and you, 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 you're always joking around. It's like, you want me crying? You want me sad? <laughs> You know, so which one do you want? Yeah, you get one uh, of the other. Yeah, because uh, life is so hard. Yeah, and if I focus on all of the stuff that that hits me every day, man, I'll be depressed. I will. Oh, yeah. I will be in my room, you know, uh, with uh, all the windows, uh, everything dark, and just Let's sleeping know. all day because Absolutely. life can be hard. And this is why we, if you, if you notice, of Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. Yep. And he don't say that, you know, lightly. He repeats it. He says, and again, I say, yeah, because stuff is going to happen to us. And we need to trust in who God is, not who we are or not what happens to us. So if we don't laugh, we cry and we're going to be sad and we're going to be depressed. So uh, that's something I I tell tell people. It's like, hey, enjoy life. I used to have a saying before. I said, don't let anyone steal your joy mm. don't let anyone steal your joy because the joy that you have only god gives it to you and, and, and he won't take it away from you you know so don't let anyone else steal your joy and and that's why you know we're, we're always <laughs> oh, finding and always, something
1: <laughs> you know i are always laughing together <laughs> i think that and this is this is something as we we get into like pouring into our our youth and um, trying to make an impact. And, and I think that our stories are great. And through those stories, we definitely can always find, Hey, this is a funny part and try to teach them. And, but I, it is something that we have to teach our kids these days. You know, yeah. my kids laugh a lot. But that's because I'm their dad. Yeah, You know, when I've come in here and, and sometimes I'll share some of my best material and my daughters are the only ones laughing. <laughs> you know, and, and I remember one time driving home with my oldest daughter, Natasha. She's like, Dad, why isn't anybody laughing? And I'm like, well, it's because they've lost the humor. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they're, like you said, they're stuck in that uber serious, I'm not, I can't laugh. I don't know if I'm allowed to laugh. I remember one time doing a show. And just to give it some context, back in the early two thousands, I did do stand up comedy, right? I didn't. I did some of the club stuff, and I'm like, that's not the right environment. Um, so I moved out of that quickly. But um, it did teach me more about, hey, here's some great ways to use humor, punchlines, mm-hmm. improv. I went to Second City for a little while, and um, and so I remember doing this show in this church uh, in Canada, no less. And this woman up front, she just looked like she was in the worst pain ever. Mm. And I was sharing some great material, right? And after the show, she comes up to me. she's uh, she's just like, that was the funniest thing I've ever heard. And I'm like, well, what was wrong with you? She's like, <laughs> I was trying to hold it in the whole. Oh. <laughs> and so she literally wow. had this mindset like, I'm in a church. <laughs> I'm not allowed to laugh because I'm in this building. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, do you think that God would – give us this gift and not want us to express right. it in his house. Mm, yeah. And it was just an interesting conversation. And I think that, you know, kids with so much of what's going on and the fact that they're they're bombarded with so much social media and the seriousness of, you know, this cancel culture that we live in, humor's getting lost. Yeah. And I think that we need to be mindful to teach our kids that, hey, you gotta laugh. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, and 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 actually you know good humor we, we talk with with people yep. now the the, the 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 funny shows or funny talks are not uh, funny anymore you right. know back in the day the the, the humor was safe yeah uh, now yeah. You, you can't have humor without uh, without having a beep beep yeah
1: beep, yep. yep.
2: beep beep you know and and it's uh a, a, we, we've, we've gone to the sexual to, yep. to try to make people laugh instead of the, the you know, Charlie Chaplin, you know. Oh, yeah, like, or, you know, <laughs> you know Jerry
1: or, Lewis was, like, one of the greatest, like, physical comedians, um, facial expressions. I mean, there's so many guys out there that have done it and have kept it clean yeah you know and uh, one of my favorite comedians he's a secular guy but if you ever watch his stuff it's just like it is it is good clean observations and it's funny stuff his name is Brian Regan um you never hardly ever hear that guy swear um but here he's he's taken just everyday observations and he's finding the funny in it and I think that and maybe it's because we're, we're in this fast paced society. I mean, we really are constantly moving at mock speed that we don't pause to see the funny yeah. or to, you know, to illustrate it or even that physical slapstick humor, uh, which, you know, is really where you said it. it's kind of that, that, uh, um, Oh, I'm trying to, I'm losing the word, but just wholesome. There it is. There's yeah, a good go. word. There you go. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, awesome. so we, we're just blessed. uh, uh you know, every time just to, to at least me to, to hang out with you as much as I can, uh, you know, was a little bummed when, when, uh, when I heard you was, uh, you were moving to part-time and, you know, but, uh, gladly that you're still around because, uh,
1: well, I was going to leave totally. And then I kind of got roped back into part-time. Yeah, time and Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because, but, uh, you know, I, I know the benefit and and I believe, uh, Here's a, the the balance, especially as pastors. Sometimes too, when we work full time just pastoring, yep, the, we get disconnected from what's happening outside. Yeah, and then when we work full time outside, we don't pay attention to the inside. Yeah. And I and I think you you have seen that balance, and you probably gained from both, and you have some illustrations to the yeah. inside of what happens <laughs> on the outside. And right. vice versa. And uh, I, I love hanging out with people and, yeah. and doing other things because it gives me message illustrations. <laughs> it gives me <laughs> story. Looking for that Yeah, that next
1: story, he or gets, AKA a parable. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so, but it, it brings it real, and, and, and you hear it from people. It says, yeah, uh, it, I can connect with, with you because you're living it. Yeah, it it's kind of like when you have a, a professor that only knows the books, but he really doesn't have practical, you know, right. content to give you. Yeah. Where's the heart? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's a good balance. So we're we're appreciated that you're still sticking around here. Well,
1: you know, I I was hoping to c- continue to stay regardless in community, I think that, you know, the one thing that I really, you know, if you were to say, hey, what is one thing that you've learned in your three years here? Um one is community is is crucial. You know, with the kind of lifestyle that I had prior, it is a lot of me alone. You know, traveling alone. Does eating your family alone. go with you much? Not unless I go someplace cool. You know, we, we went to Trinidad Tobago, they all came. We went to <laughs> Hawaii, they all came, you yeah. know. Uh but I mean if I'm going to like, you know, the middle of nowhere, Illinois, I mean, you know, I'm on my own. Dude, how's that balance oh, um, like with
0: family uh, and like how often are you traveling? Let me ask you that first. So now once you go full to, throttle, again.
1: it's ramping up again. I mean, I try to do uh, at least five or six shows a month. A month. Um, that's a good month. But, you know, some months I'll have two, some months I'll have 10. Yeah. You know, just some. And that's the thing about this job is that uh, you kind of got to take it when it comes in because yeah. you don't know, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, having a real job has been weird. Because we've always lived from gig to gig, and now you know, having working at the church, uh, my wife is like, it's been kind of nice getting a paycheck, you know, every uh, two weeks or whatever we yeah. pay. she does all yeah. the money. I'm not allowed to touch it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I keep asking for an allowance. I haven't gotten one. Yeah, um, <laughs> she's but, like, she's like, you spend it all Lego, anyways, <laughs> impulsively. Yeah,
2: but. but but it actually gives you a a a, a, a yeah. I, I like the 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 check by check but when i used used to be self-employed yeah uh, for the longest time and it gives you i don't know this kind of like different faith Mm -hmm. that that, that you trust that uh where is my next check coming from god knows and it keeps you on your knees a lot of times
1: you know what it really does and i think that being here in the community, and because and, I didn't always get to go to church on Sunday. A lot of times Sunday really was a Sabbath for me because I was out so much. Um, is There's been a lot of different things that have taken root in me. Um, and one is, is, is just God opened the door to the place that I need to be mm-hmm. to speak. And sometimes I'll get shows and I'm like, how in the world did these people even hear about me? Yeah. You know, I remember doing this show uh, down in Florida for a bunch of garbage men, and I'm like, how in the world did they, you know, they're, they're like, yeah, hey, we just found you, <laughs> you know, like I, I was out in uh, Myrtle Beach last week doing an event, and, and it was a guy who was recommended from another guy from another guy, mm-hmm. you know, it was like two times removed, and it was just like... And as I'm there, I really am. And this is a Greg thing. This is so Greg. Uh, Greg Strand works on staff here at Mercy Road Church, and he's like the Yoda. You know, I'm always like bugging Greg, you know, for like, hey, can you explain the scripture to me? Because it's <laughs> – yeah. um, but Greg is always like, hey, I. he is literally praying, and he listens when he prays, hmm. which is something that ADDers really stink at. Like, hey, I'm going to go take the hill. And you know? I'm like, maybe you should pray and listen hmm. about what direction do you go. Hmm. You know? You know, that's not the way to go, Ben. And so I've really been working hard to to pray at my events, even my secular ones. God, who am I here for? And um, at this last event, uh, there was a guy. And it, it, it was confirmed. I I was here for him. Hey, yeah, his hey. daughter just got diagnosed ADD. Him and his wife have been extremely discouraged. The the mom thought it was her fault. Mm. You know, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, that's a stereotype. I hear this all the time. And I sat with him for literally 20 minutes just giving him a pep talk. Wow. You know, and he ended up being a believer. So I'm like, hey, you know, stay rooted in that. God's got a plan. And so really, you know, I don't know. What shows are going to come in? But I'm really prayerful that God create that opening to where I need to be. Yeah, and take care of that financial stuff. And it, one of the great things about the Russian is that she does all that. Yeah, you know, I keep your your wife who's always bugging me for like paperwork at the office, and she's like, I'm like, can you just ask my wife? <laughs> <laughs> so we're like, I don't know the numbers. Yeah, I'm just glad we get paid.
0: How is uh, so your your wife born in Russia there till nine still russian parents in australia yeah so i i would assume my assumption is that they kept the russian culture even in australia because yeah. that was the case for me so I, I i came here when i was 6 7 yep everything i mean people are like always asking me like pop culture stuff and like and maybe in the last 10 years i've learned a lot but prior to that i'd like know nothing my wife or my girlfriend at that time should be like hey do you know who this is I'd be like, no. She's like, it's the Beatles. Like, how do you not know? So, like, yeah. culturally, like, how has that been um in marriage? And then the ADD aspect. And oh, I, I gosh. don't know if I want. I, I want to assume this, but coming from a Russian background, I, I is. Do they see that? Uh, is there not much room for that?
1: You know, I. I don't know uh, how it is actually in Russia with with ADD and, and those different things. Um, but I know that my wife, after uh, we were married for about two years, she's like, there's something real here, and it's not good. Um, you know, I think that ADD in a relationship is where you, you experience the most issues. Because, mm. you know, for me – I mean, I'm in my own little world and I'm the only one that I'm, you know, having to worry about. Like if, uh, there's no problems as far as you're concerned, yeah, you know, so I buy <laughs> a Lego like, and can't pay for gas, you know, yeah. that, you know I just walk. <laughs> but when you're in a relationship, um, there are a lot of little things that, that you don't really think about. And so that's when you do meet a lot of people that are newly married and they're like, wait, you know, we're now, you know, cohabitating together and. This person's a mess. They don't, you know, finish a project. I mean, there was a time where I had like literally 10 things going at one time and not one of them got done. And that is a very ADD thing. It's very much like a pinball. And so um, I actually have stacks of these books that I order uh, called Answers to Distractions. And I give them away like candy. Okay. because it saved my marriage okay and it was uh, written by Ed Halliwell who's an amazing psychologist who has ADD so I already love him he's okay. not just a, a yes. psychologist because yeah. sometimes you know you get a psychologist and they don't have it yeah you know they've studied it and yeah. so they're book smart yeah um, and I do appreciate the, some of those guys like there's one guy um, his name is uh, Dr. Berkeley and I appreciate this guy but sometimes he's just so medical hmm. um, but he's learning a lot more. You know, so I have to be thankful that he's out there doing that research. But Dr. Halliwell wrote this book, and it, and it doesn't read like a book. It reads basically like a and a okay. And so you can flip through that and be like, hey, here's the problem I'm dealing with. What's, you know, an answer that, that would go along with that question? And so she started reading through that and started understanding the way my brain will work, understanding that, you know, I would go do an event. I'd come home and I'd literally step into it like a time of depression. Um, And it was because my brain had nothing to focus on. I was in my like moment of focus and in my element and, you know, uh, speaking on stage is an adrenaline rush. And And so there's all this. And then I come home and like, what do do I do? Um, And so she, Kind of identified that, and and we started putting together plans so that I wouldn't go into that place, and um, so I'd go on the road, and before I even come back, I know what I'm going to do as soon as I get back home. I've always got a project,
2: you know. Yeah. She bought you a uh, a, a place <laughs> so you can draw, <laughs> keep on drawing.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many things now that yeah. like when I come home, I'm already engaged, so there's not a time for me to kind of chill out. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of times, 80 years don't realize this that it's not the destination that we thrive on it's the journey yeah, like we love go. being in that place of focus we really do want to focus and when we accomplish something it really is kind of like oh dang it Now i got to figure out that next what, thing what's next yeah and so um so you know those first few years were kind of difficult uh, the russian culture is very driven uh my wife is a, a workaholic mm-hmm. i mean she really is we we have to plan our time together mm-hmm. you know it's funny uh, i was talking with david who is a co-worker here and he's just like hey just ask your wife because we were talking about the part-time thing and i'm like i really need to sit down with a russian and see if it you know it's something that she's okay with and he's like well why can't you just ask her tonight i'm like well it doesn't work that way <laughs> you know she's out doing so many of her own things she runs a non-profit and she's a photographer and she's got i mean she's actually in south africa right now like you That's know awesome. there's so many things that she does Um, which is a very, you know, in my mind, very Russian, um, very driven, very accomplished, very educated, um, you know, and and she's been a great person for me, pushing me to be better, pushing me to move away from, hey, I'm special. I'm going to use that as an excuse and a crutch to figure out an accommodation to get the job done. Yeah. You know, and uh, because of her, we went from five pages of typed corrections in English class to having written seven books, wow, and uh, awesome. working on an eighth right now with uh, Greg and Rashad. Wow! And so, um, you know, it, and I wouldn't have ever done that if if she wasn't there mm-hmm. nudging me and uh, helping me to be better. Dude, so English ninety nine. I know, I know. It's come yeah. a long way, man. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Like, like what? What was your weakness? god used Um, to connect you like you know i mean yeah no all all those years
1: absolutely i i think that my greatest weakness was not knowing and what god did is gave me the confidence to not be afraid to ask questions and so um i'm always asking questions i don't care if, if i look stupid if i don't know and, and not only that, like, if I don't like your answer, I will ask questions on top of those questions yeah. until I get an yeah. understanding. Yeah. And that's why Greg and I hit off so well, because Greg knows a lot of things, Teach. but Greg doesn't always break it down well. And so right. I'm like, Greg, we got to stupefy this a little bit, Yeah, you know, and bring it down. And so one of the things that I'm loving is being at the church. I've just been extremely convicted to write this book about. Asking questions because you meet a lot of people that, hey, you know, you'll you'll say, hey, why can't you go lead a huddle or why, why, why don't you go lead a Bible study? And you right off the bat, you hear people say, well, I don't know enough. Yeah. Or I'm yeah. afraid, you know, what if somebody asks me a difficult question? And I don't have an answer. And I'm like, well, there's nothing wrong with saying you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or I'll get back to you. And so this book is uh, this is the working title right now. What's the deal with all this Jesus stuff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> questions about Jesus, God, and faith, and it really is about asking some of those hard questions that people are like, I don't want to ask that and look stupid, because they're afraid, and I'm not afraid to look stupid.
2: So there you go. You know, we we have come to uh, in in this society right now that we have to have the answers for everything. Yeah, and and people are, are, I think that's what's bringing them. a sh- Ashamed or afraid of asking the questions so they stay quiet and uh they get lost yep. it, it, even in the, in the latino culture we have some some people who who are like well i just i just accepted jesus you know a few months ago and and you know you guys are you know talking about this uh dispensation or whatever the subject is or right. or uh, theology what what is that how you eat that and it's like uh, uh just ask the, yeah just ask the questions yep. but because we don't want to look dumb yep I, I i was one of the dumbest in in in, in squad you you As you're speaking, I think I'm going to go test myself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to the doctor uh, this week. Spending time with
1: you, you might have some of what I got because you're like doing a million things. You you spread yourself out way too thin, which is the big – aside from being impulsive, one of our other big issues is the uh, concept of time. Yeah,
2: we think we could do way more. Yeah, and every time
1: I'm talking to you, like, got something you got. Stop going it!
2: Stop it! Because I got a few more projects <laughs> that I'm working <laughs> on right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's you, man. So I might we might have everything. That's why we get along so well. Oh, okay, totally. <laughs> like, that's a great idea. And both of our wives are like,
1: yeah, hit the pause button. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Doctor Ware, who's one one of my mentors, he says, no, slow down. You yeah. know, that's a good idea, but uh, not not right now. <laughs> and uh, it, but it's uh it's important not to – I was a kid, that the, the guy, you know, at, at even at Bible college, yeah. that uh, it's like uh, right when, you know, we're about to finish up the class, I was the, the guy that would raise his yeah. hand. And, and it's like, don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. So I would have to – even at, at, when I went to police academy, they helped me uh, – Back from my criminal law test yep. uh, because I knew the law, but I couldn't put it together. So I'm not a test guy. Yeah, I, I could write to you. Of you know, I can answer the question by writing it. Right, right. But I, I can't. You know, when it's a test, I, I gotta read it like twenty times. You need the yeah, accommodation like, of time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but so now you 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 know I might. I might know why why I'm I'm difficult for Elsa. <laughs> Pray for her. Uh, well, how long you guys have been married a while? So uh, she, 20, Twenty-two. Yeah, she so, she's so, probably but, but, used to it. But now. I yeah I never tested, so she has to keep me on the leash always. I might, uh, I, I might have
1: to give her that book. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gave my last copy away to uh, uh, you know John Mobley the yes. Johnny Magic. Yes, uh, that dude. Is so ADD, man. Wow! <laughs> like, wow. which makes sense because he's a yeah. performer and yeah. he's like he's all over the place. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw his wife, and I'm like, here you go. This is <laughs> yeah.
2: this is gonna help. This is gonna help you guys. So, uh, so you know, how, how do we help our our youth? I know I uh, we we want to be faithful with your time. Yeah. And uh, how how do we help? And uh, you know, in the last uh, statement that you would you would you would. Uh, uh, Help our youth, our listeners, right now, especially if they're struggling with with identity, yep. struggling with even sometimes you you get to be depressed because you 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 don't know what's going on with you. You can't fit in in every because because it's not at one size fits all. Right in every situation, growing up in school, your your friends, you uh, you 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 even in, to the point that maybe you're bullied. Yep. You know, uh, how do, that's our, our, our goal. How do we help? Or
0: even from your parents, I think parents sometimes are not understanding yeah. because of prior generations, and maybe in the Hispanic community too, like, hey, you got to focus. You're not focusing. Let me whoop your butt
2: until you focus. Yeah, or, or <laughs> let, let me rebuke the spirit that is in you. Right. In the name of Jesus, right. you know, yeah. the spirit go out. So how do we help even parents or, or, or you, you know?
1: Well, I think that that's a, that's a, a long Answer to, but I, let me give you a few things that just yeah. jumped in my mind. I think that there are a lot of things that that we can and should do. Um, but as far as me speaking to the youth right now that are listening to this, um, everything inside of you says isolate. You know, that, mm-hmm. hey, it's, you got to have this alone time and all that. Don't listen to that. That's, that's yeah. junk. Um, if you think about, if you ever watch any of, like, the Discovery Channel where you've got, like, you know, the the Herd. It's always the isolated one that's behind the herd that gets eaten that gets first. Eaten. Yeah. yeah, you know. So don't don't be that person. Um, try to allow yourself to deal with the the uncomfortableness of of stepping into community mm-hmm. deliberately and do it often. You know, you'll get better at it. Um, I think that you've got to get off your device and you got to have more coffee. Yeah. Go out with your classmates. Go out with your youth pastor, or whatever. That, in the last three years, and I share this, uh, you know, in my talks now, like, hey, the one thing that I learned is that you got to have more coffee, Ben. Yeah. Because when you sit down and have coffee and you ask questions, you get to learn about yeah. people. Yeah. You, yeah. Don't, you're not, you don't know what you don't know. And, and, I mean, even I can remember sitting around with uh, Alexa and Rogelio, like, just asking them questions. And I know them more now because I had coffee with them. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that as an adult – what we need to do, if we want to make a difference in a young person's life, is take time to have that coffee. So yes. you got to be available, um, young people. You've got to be willing to be in community um, consistently. Yeah, you know the the COVID culture that that we've come out of, and we're still seeing the residual uh, effects of it is you know, staying online, line, playing, you know, with your headset and having those kind of relationships. you got to get with people, you know, one-on-one yeah. on one and, and in person mm. um, because you're going to learn social skills. You're going to learn about, you know, eye contact. You're going to learn about tone and the way you say things. Yeah. All of those things, you know, eventually you're going to have to teach in schools social skills mm. Yeah, because we're, we've missed, you know, how to – and we're not teaching our kids, you know, how to have the right tone. And it's not just what you say. It's how you say it. Yes. You know, it's, hey, when your phone dings and you're having a conversation with somebody, you need to avoid the impulse of picking that thing up. Yeah. Because you just said that that little square thing is more important than my Um, conversation with you. And so, kids, you know, those things have got to be trained and and taught. I think we need to be patient as we're learning. We're going to, you know, obviously fall as much as we stand. And uh, it's baby steps, you know. There you go, Bob Wiley. What about Bob? Yeah. Great movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to bring a Bill Murray quote in. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I've no. got I've got one
0: question yep. in, in, in regards to ADD and in how you walk in that in your walk with God because initially you, you know you said it was difficult for you, you to read pray when yeah. you know how do you how do you go about that now as an adult and, and have that time? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So a couple things that I know about myself and this. Like you said, um, it's not a one size fits all. Yeah, I think that you have to be willing to try things, and then be self aware of hey, is this working, mm. and then also recognize hey, have I kind of fallen away? Yeah, um, I I am better mentally in the morning, and so uh, I will try to take my time in the morning. Um, sometimes I'll grab a cup of coffee and go for a walk, and I'll just be praying out loud. Yeah, you know those yeah. are some of my most Amazing times. Yes. You know, if you walk by me, you know, in the in the neighborhood, you're like, who's he talking to? I'm like, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the worship music that we have now is just so dynamic. And I think that sometimes um, people forget what worship music can do. Um, you know, I had one kid the other day. She's like, why is it so repetitive? Why is it so repetitive? We're I saying the same thing. I'm like, well, have you ever paused to stop and, and listen to the words that you're saying? And have you ever had a song that's stuck in your head? Yeah. and so that's what we're wanting to do is have these words these worship songs these praise songs take root in your mind and your heart and so you know if you need to go for a walk or do a jog or whatever and put that praise music on or even in your car um, you're literally singing and praising these words you know these words and i think there's some critical things there um you know the bible app is a great tool i use that all the time um, you know you can literally now hit play and it'll Talk it to you, which is great. Yeah, yes. does that help you? Uh, it does sometimes. Um, I I do, or do you like start focusing on voice and you know? And- <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I do. Um, I I've gotten better with my reading. Um, what I like to do is read a little bit, and then I like to journal. And okay. so, and okay. I and I like to. I used to do a lot more um, handwritten journal because it there's a slowing down process there. Yeah. But I do type it now. Okay. Um, one thing that I do use, and, and this is not going away, um, and we, you and I, we talked a little bit about AI stuff. Um, there is a tool that I've actually really fallen in love with called Perplexity AI. And what it does, it's kind of like Google, um, but it, it's a search engine that goes and finds all this information from all these sites, and then it gives you a summary. Okay. And you can ask it a ton of questions. Okay. And I love doing that. I love asking a question, especially Bible questions. Yeah. (laughs) And then it'll show you where it's from, you know, and you can actually drill into that website. And so sometimes I'll be reading something in scripture and I'll be like, I don't understand that word, you know, so I'll just hop on that app and I'll, I'll, type it in there and that'll take me down a little rabbit trail okay. and sometimes those rabbit trails are, are just beautiful yeah. beautiful gems of like yeah. oh my gosh I had no idea you know like uh the other day um I was editing something that Greg wrote and I'm like well he always says shalom and I knew what it meant but I'm yeah. like let me see what this what? thing yeah. said and it gave me so much juicy stuff and right. I love that and sometimes I think that you can't get caught up in the volume of what you're doing, but the content and go. the quality. quality so, quantity. Yeah. yeah. And so let's say, you know, you just did a, a study on just that one word, shalom. Mm-hmm. And you went in and you, you, you know, typed it into perplexity or whatever, you know, and just kind of read on that one thing. And then when you got done with that, you're like, oh, man, it kind of created some cool things inside yeah. me, you know? Yeah. So, a lot of
2: times we think that we have to read a lot, you know, one. Yeah five chapters a whole book and i'm like hey <laughs> if you do five minutes <laughs> man, man, if you do one minute yeah you're doing more than 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 a lot of people girl on that. it's yeah. just just yeah, yeah. that that, that one there, verse least. that two verses you know that that would really speak to you that's why a lot of the uh, even the little clips yep you know that oh, were yeah. just this little uh, 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 leadership uh, clips or anything, um, it, it just gets stuck in you rather than the whole page of something. It might be great information, yep. but if you just say one good thing, like li- live boldly, you know, and it's <laughs> like, you're like, w- what? What does that mean? Well, first I gotta live, and then I gotta live boldly. And what does boldly mean? Yeah. You know, and so you start thinking about those things. But a lot of times in church, we want them to read the whole Old Testament and New Testament. in, And it's like, you know, it's like, no, just a little, little bit at a time.
1: The, The one thing that I would I would recommend and we touched on this a little bit and that whole insecurity of I don't know enough. And, you know, I'm not equipped or I just got saved. And one of my favorite stories is when Jesus heals the demon possessed guy. Um, I love that story there's so much there um, and I wish I had time to go into it in my ADD brain yeah. way because you'd all be like super entertained but um, I preach on that one all because there's so much there but at the end uh, the guy wants to go with Jesus he's like can yeah. I come with y'all and he literally says no go into town and tell everybody what ha- has happened and you know you you can kind of Put two and two together here that, hey, this guy probably hasn't been to seminary and he mm-hmm. probably doesn't know, you know, certain scriptures or whatever. And yet he went in and he shared his story and that's all we were called to do. And I think that if you want to, your word, live boldly, uh, but also create a uh, accountability and a even a little bit of pressure that forces you to dive deep, then put yourself in a position to lead others. You know, the Bible literally says, therefore go make disciples. So, um, and my buddy Rashad, he's just like, Ben, you got to streamline everything. And so what you do is you take the things that you are studying and then you go disciple people in it after you've learned it, you know? And so it, it, it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, I got to make sure that I get into this mm-hmm. because eventually I'm going to be talking with somebody yeah. Yeah. and I want to have something to share with them. Yeah. Yes. And so I think that that accountability of putting yourself in a position where people are relying on you Yeah. and, hey, you don't need to know everything, but if you're taking the time to study, you're going to learn a whole yeah. lot more. Yes. Yeah, there's definitely yes. another level yeah.
0: of uh, depth. When you're learning something for yourself, Yep. you, you learn it, at, but when you have to teach it, oh, you yeah. have to go deeper because there's going to be questions yep. you have to communicate it. So yeah, there's oh, definitely yeah. more depth when you, when you are leading or, or disciple making and And that doesn't have to be 12, you know, it could just be one person that yeah. you're, you're, you're helping through this walk of, of, of life with God. Um, and it's, it's
2: a, I, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh we could be here for days. <laughs> uh, we're all A D D D F F D A A to Z. Elemental P. Uh, yeah. Elemental P. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we we are really truly, and I believe our listeners will be blessed yeah. Uh, yeah. when Thanks, they bro. when this uh, goes out. Um, and, um, and thank you for for uh, doing what you're doing uh, yeah, for, for 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 really blessing us with uh, your story. Love. Um, hopefully, when you get. Uh, a, a, a little bit of time. Uh, love to get you here. Tell us more stories. Uh, hopefully, we'll get at least one more listener after <laughs> after you you leave. Uh, there you uh, go. But um, great. It, no, it's it's been a blessing just to get to know you more and more and your passion for for people for for helping uh, the next generation. It, it, you know, it, it, you, we can see it. Daily, so uh, for me, I'm blessed. Yes, uh, I'm blessed course. that you accepted yes, yes, yes. Uh, the invitation here. Um, uh, we're 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 gonna wrap it up, uh, and uh, Ben Glenn over here. Uh, so <laughs> follow him. Uh, uh, we'll if you if you send me a text with all yeah. your links, uh, we'll put it there uh, on the bottom so they can follow you <laughs> on on if youtube you just, if you google your, your, ben glenn i'm gonna come up yeah just google <laughs> ben glenn yeah. uh you know and and uh, you'll be blessed for what he does and uh it, it's just amazing the gift that god has placed in your life and and if you're watching uh you have a gift yeah. god has anointed you uh, he's given you a gift and it's it's a matter of of you opening your ears, your eyes, and not being afraid. Yeah, to let him lead you to what he has in store for you. So, thank you very much. We are uh, we got to the number ten, and 10. Um, uh, looking number forward number ten with Ben Glenn. Yes so right? we we usually don't know what to title it until after we listen to it so uh, but god's gonna lead us there but uh ben glenn thank you for your time no brother god thank bless you.
1: you thank you so much I don't you. Do it with my hands
2: bro will you will you uh <laughs> as
1: we
0: leave will you just pray yeah and, and i'd love pray to pray for uh those that have been kind of in your steps or in where well, you've been in your past yeah yeah and, you
1: bet all right let's do it Oh God, we thank you for just an opportunity to connect, uh, to make new friends, and uh, to share our story. And Lord, we, we love the fact that you are the author of that story. And uh, Lord, we just want to lift up those that are listening to this and those that will listen to it later in the future that uh, may be able to relate to the ADD journey and sometimes that struggle of feeling overwhelmed and anxious and being different. And, Father, um, I hope that they come to that that recognition of the blessing it is, uh, even through the suffering and the struggle, Father, that you can use it in a mighty way, that you've given each of those individuals an incredible amount of creativity and energy and just that – that kind of personality that is infectious. And, Lord, I pray that uh, you would just keep that stinking thinking at bay and that you would protect them, protect their minds and their hearts to uh, claim that that victory in you, Lord. We thank you for this podcast. We, we pray that, uh, you know, there will be an 11th and a 12th and a 20th and a 100th. And uh, all of those individuals that are bl- uh, listening to us would be blessed, Lord. We thank you, and uh, we give you all the glory. It's in your name we pray.
2: Amen. Amen. Man. Amen. Rebrand Thank family. You. Thank you. We love you. Peace. Rebrand. We'll see you next time.